0: This is Stories of Salem, presented by Capital Community Media. I'm your host, Megan Jonas, reporting with my co-host, Ashley Jackson Lawrence. Most of us know what it's like to be hungry. I certainly do. When I was a broke college student living far below the poverty line and working two to three jobs to make ends meet, I was often stuck with the impossible decision of paying rent or buying groceries. The fear of not having enough was crushing and riddled my brain with the thought of how I could possibly be able to afford to feed myself. Like so many food insecure people, I wondered if I deserved to go to the food bank. It seems like a ridiculous question now as I think about the months I spent eating lentils and dried beans, splurging on stew meat only if I could afford it. The food pantries in my college town, one conveniently located on my university campus, saved my life. Whenever I walked through the doors of the Missoula Food Bank or the University of Montana Food Pantry, I was greeted with open arms and left with food I could only dream of affording myself, like a whole turkey for Thanksgiving or farm-fresh produce donated by local farmers." More than 53 million people visited food banks in 2021, according to Feeding America, and with a recent USDA report finding that in 2023, the average cost of groceries is estimated to increase by 6.5 percent more people than ever may be facing hunger. Thankfully, the Marion Polk Food Share is here to help. Hear from Courtney Collins, the Marion Polk Food Share Farm and Garden Education Coordinator, to learn about what the Food Share is doing to combat hunger in Marion and Polk counties.
1: My name is Courtney Collins, and I am the Farm and Garden Education Coordinator with Marion Polk Food Share. I would say I'm very much like a project oriented person. When I was very young, I got to spend a lot of time with my grandparents on their hobby farm, just outside of Salem. Spent a lot of time outside exploring and seeing what's out and about and kind of envisioning new ideas and acting on those. The food shares been around since uh, like mid to late 80s. We're a regional food bank. The food shares vision is to really provide food for everybody, live in a healthy community where everybody has the food that they need to thrive. And, really, we want to go about this by bringing people together and addressing hunger at its root cause. So, community gardens, I think, are the perfect example of that for the food share. We've started supporting community gardens around the mid-2000s anybody can be a part of a community garden. All of the gardens that we support within our network a set reserve space for folks that are finding themselves facing food insecurities. Um, there's low and no cost plots for people but anybody that wants to can be a part of a community garden. I get to give people things. (laughs) And with this, you know, with the gardens, I mean, I get to work with a vast variety of garden coordinators, people that volunteer with us to help coordinate these gardens. And they all have different personalities, you know, different ways of maintaining their gardens and operating. It's really fun just getting to know all different types of people. And then also we get to give away plant starts and soil and compost and people can call us with a need for their garden and most of the time we can say yes, we can help you with that need, you know, or watch somebody's vision come to life for their garden and for their community space. And everybody's doing this out of just a really genuine place of wanting to build the community and do something for other people. Hunger affects the community. It's one of our basic needs, right? And so if people are focused on their basic needs, then we don't have the capacity to address like bigger things in our lives or other things or engage in the community in other ways. When people are engaging and growing their own food, they really are hitting that addressing hunger at its root causes. There are so many benefits to community gardens. It provides access and resources for independence in somebody being able to grow their own food and even food that they desire, possibly culturally relevant foods that they can't find in local shops around here or whatnot. And then, they provide a community space where people can engage together and bringing people together is a huge part of our vision as well and you know learning teamwork and how to maintain common areas together and just learning from each other. Having an opportunity to garden for the first time without needing any kind of experience, without having to have any of their own resources to do this, and also being provided the space, an outdoor space, with which not everybody has access to. The benefits that Our garden coordinators and gardeners have shared with us, like a place to decompress, you know, a place to hold community events, a place to get to know people that they wouldn't necessarily reach out to or get to know people from different backgrounds where they're just engaged in a common activity, something that we can all relate to, eating food. A piece that has been kind of critical or hard to maintain are our school gardens. They face uh, special challenges, you know, mainly people not being there in the summer. They're a great hub for students in the spring and the fall. They're a great resource center for teachers. Even they've proven to be really good outlets for kids at recess that need an alternative, you know, or a different, just a space to be in where they can have a different type of productivity. So I'm really hoping there's a few people within the community, within Salem, that have visions for helping the school gardens to become a little bit more sustainable, stand on their own two feet a little more. They've really struggled through the pandemic as well, you know, and the support that they were getting, um, that has kind of fallen by the wayside. So I'm really hoping that our school gardens can, um, you know, kind of start to form a plan, an idea, may create a network amongst themselves in order to really find that place where they can be sustainable. We have a main office on Salem Industrial Drive. That's not where my office is located. So the best way to contact me and the farm and garden department is by phone. But um, there is a main food share. We have a warehouse and all that, and that's where the main office is. We have a really helpful website. You know, you can go to the Marion Polk Food Share website and search our programs, community gardens, and within that, you can find a map that lists all, we support over 50 community gardens within Marion Polk counties. Find a list of all the gardens and contact information for them that way. You can always, come to the front office of the food share, you know, call or whatnot, and we will get you connected. This is a space where everybody is welcome. You know, if people feel like they don't have the know-how or the resources to be successful within the community gardens, there are so many folks that are involved in the community gardens that want to help people feel comfortable here. So, you know, we have tools, we have plants, we have seeds, and all these community garden plots have neighbors that love sharing information and a wonderful group of garden coordinators that want to help people be successful so if anybody's ever hesitant about joining a community garden i would just
0: highly encourage them to reach out and you know take that step here's diane burnap the community garden coordinator at sunny slope community garden and her trusted four-legged companion, Peanut, to tell us about the importance of gardening and how people can get involved with their local community gardens.
2: My name is Diane Burnap. I am a community garden coordinator here at the Sunny Slope Community Garden. And this here is my fur baby. This is Peanut. And Peanut, we have a little nickname for Peanut. It's called Bubblicious. We love our baby. What I'm passionate about is volunteering, actually. Uh, volunteering and service work. That's what I like to do in my personal time. Um, For me, I think that we could solve all of our problems if we just brought it down to a local level. So the more I participate, the more connections I get to make. Besides being a coordinator of the garden, I also work with a couple other nonprofits to help people get connected. I work with a women's group and we do lots of different um, activities and fundraisers. I love being a part of the community. I truly do. You know, I've, I've raised my child, I have a 24 year old daughter, and now I get to do the things that bring me joy. And it's just being a part of the community, make connections. Build a better place. Be a part of the solution versus the problem. I was born down in Florida, and then I I was raised in New York, and then I came out here uh, end of 2008 but most of my family's from here. The Sunny Slope Community Garden uh, is an open garden, as you can tell, it's open to the community for all to come and enjoy. Our beds are very affordable, so we are open to some of our more vulnerable populations. So we have a large population of seniors, disabled, and then we are working towards bringing in more of the youth into the garden. Because there's not a lot to do during the summer. And we tried this out last year. We had a couple of ewes that were kind of meandering about, hanging around, um, but didn't have anything to do. So we thought it would be great if they participated in the garden. So we gave him a bed and gave him some seeds, and they planted some sunflowers and some beans. And so that's one of the things that we pride ourselves on, is being open to the garden, to anybody. For anybody that's on state assistance, we we give them a lesser fee on the bed or it's for free. Because basically what we want people to do is to garden. and. That's the most important thing for Sunny Slope. We have a lot of, like I said, a lot of seniors and disabled. They get to come out here, get their hands in the soil, grow the food that they eat, and they get a little peace and quiet in their life. They get mindfulness. You know, this brings them joy. We have one of our gardeners who has Parkinson's and his beds are located kind of in the center. And I, and, I, and I always wanted, because our parking lot is on the other side. And I said, we can move your beds over there so it's closer for you. And he's like, no, the joy is me working to get to my bed, and it's making me stronger. So having an outside space for people to enjoy and to challenge themselves and to see something flourish, something that they've put, you know, work into is a beautiful thing. And so that's why some of our gardeners you know, garden here. We have families that have kids that they wanna bring out to show them not everything comes from a box. Not everything comes from a fast food place. Guess what? French fries, well, they actually start out as a potato and let's show you how to grow that. We have a lot of people um, in the neighborhood that live in apartments and they don't have access to space. So they'll come out here, grow their food that they eat themselves. And we also, our gardeners all donate to the food share. So they get to contribute to community. And that is an awesome thing. That's a reward we can all share. And why do I garden? Oh, because I love getting dirty in the soil and I love plants and I love feeding people. That's one of the things, one of my passions, everyone should be able to have food and good food as well. Not things that are just cheap in the store, fresh food that they can grow themselves. When they get to come out here and they get to work in their beds and connect with fellow gardeners, make new friendships, build fellowship, and each one of them get to inspire another one because not all of them have the same skills. What I love to encourage is having barbecues and dinners where we can invite people out, provide food, and let people just connect and talk. We're social creatures. We're meant to connect with each other. And if we give them an opportunity, an avenue for them to take to meet somebody they probably wouldn't have unless a community space was available, then we're, they're, they're building friendships. They're, they're building a, a better life for themselves and for other people. And we see it all the time. We see people helping others in this garden. One person has something that the other one needs. And so it's vice versa. That, that is where success is, is at at the community level, connecting, building. You know, I came to the space new, it was myself and my daughter, and I lived in an apartment right up the street. I had no outside area, but I needed that. I needed that for my soul. And so I came and found the garden, a local garden, and just started to ask questions. And so that's what I would suggest for anybody, whether you have your own green space or you're looking for a green space to grow something. Network, ask questions. We have the Oregon Extension. They'll answer your questions. They'll get help you with connections. It's the same with, as Courtney said, with the Marion Poole County Food Share website. It is packed full of resources for anybody. If you're new to the area, you'll be able to find a garden that's closest to your home. I mean, that's how I did it. And if anybody has a desire, even if they've never done it, if they just wanna get outside and make something happen, make something grow. They can do that just by finding a local garden or putting a seed in the soil, lots of options. This garden, our gardeners particularly like all different types of herbs. So they always, everyone always grows cilantro, everyone always grows kale. Uh, we also have a lot of people that have strawberries and we have potatoes. Uh, Let's see. There's so much. We always grow corn every year, all different types of squash, so many tomatoes. I still have canned tomatoes from like two seasons ago. I like donate them out all the time. That's kind of basic here in the valley, it seems like, what people are interested in. Here at this garden, we don't do a whole lot of cantaloupe or watermelons, but we do a lot of like cucumbers and squash. Um things like that. We have a vast network all over Salem. So if you have a desire to to get out and grow your own food, you can do that very easily. There's lots of opportunity. And if you go over to the Marion Polk County Food Share, you'll be able to find all those resources and to learn. And if you don't know, you can always ask questions. There is a lot of people out here that are wanting to give their knowledge. We have a lot of master gardeners in our community garden that love to share their knowledge with other gardeners. And that's that connection. That's that networking and fellowship.
0: At a plant distribution at the youth community garden, two women reconnected over the tiny pots filled with soil. One had worked at a local homeless shelter. The other had been a young mother experiencing homelessness with her child. They hugged each other as the mother, now grandmother, introduce the former advocate to her granddaughter decades later they reconnect over what they're planting in their gardens to find the nearest community garden visit marinpokefoodshare.org slash programs/ community gardens slash find a garden to find a food pantry near you visit marinpokefoodshare.org slash get help you can watch stories of Salem on capital community media's television channels channels 21 22 23 and 322 or on our YouTube. You can listen to this broadcast on KMWV 98.3 FM or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. To read this story and see every episode of Stories of Salem, visit storiesofsalem.substack.com. I'm Megan Jonas from CC Media, and this is Stories of Salem. Thanks for listening.